Hello and welcome back to the Profit Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Matt Robinson, and I am joined by Paul Campet, as usual. How are you doing, mate? Hello, everybody. Yes, very good, pal. Thank you. And today we are going to cover almost like a, a general topic, but then obviously try and apply it to our industry um, and just help people deal with stress, deal with overwhelm a bit better, focus on the right things. We were just talking briefly off mic, a bit of a weird and wacky world at the moment. So as it always is in fairness, Paul, you know, you do notice these same things (laughs) the longer you live, don't you? Um, But yeah, it's just about making sure that people don't get overwhelmed by stuff and, you know, we've got them pointed in the right direction and focusing on the right things. This was this was a topic you came up with, so just unpack it a little bit for us in terms of why this why this came yeah. to mind. I mean, I was trying. I made some notes the other day, and I was trying to think of why. <laughs> well, before we hit record, there, I was just trying to think of why this felt relevant at the minute. And it was exactly right what you just said. The, the longer you live, the more of these times you see. That's the truth. Like you see these periods where there's a bit more stress around. You know, financially, maybe things feel a bit tighter. Um, and you get kind of a, a bit of a clear out of some industries, maybe of, of things that just don't work anymore, almost like an evolution of them. Um, and in some instances, you get a clear out of, I'm being blunt, sometimes the people who aren't working hard enough and who aren't focused on the right things. Um, and I, I, th- I feel like this is definitely one of those times, you know, everybody knows that cost of living has gone up in the last six to 12 months. And even if people still can, afford products like personal training, like hiring a coach, um, they still have that extra little bit of doubt in their mind as to whether they can. And I suppose, I mean, we've had to do, you, you notice it, I guess, in your day-to-day work as well. That obviously we've got the gyms and, and you do have to work harder with your communication with clients in these sorts of times to make sure that they are prioritizing themselves. Because I think for them, it's dead easy to slip into a a bit of a negative thought process around what's happening and, and oh, I should book, um, what's the word? I should hunker down and, and just cut everything off. And and I'm sure you've said this before on a different episode about something, but that sometimes is the wrong attitude. You've almost got to think about what things you need to put your energy into and be positive and, and get through it and come out the other side. So it, the timing to do something like I kind of felt right. When this goes out, it is going to be that weird sort of uh, November, December time. You know, it is a time of year yeah. people are, you know, oh, no one buys PT at this time of year. They do, you know. They do. They 100% do. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's like, so that that on top of all of this feels like perfect timing because, yeah, you only have to switch the TV on for eight seconds um, to want to switch it back off again and think, oh, God, I'll just curl up in a ball then and just keep myself to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that feeling, right? That hunkering down of going, oh, just shut the doors, close the curtains, and hope hope nobody gets in. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, and it is it is really easy to get distracted. We're not saying that's um, you know if that happens to you right now, it's normal. Um, so hopefully this episode will help people have a think about that, what they need to concentrate on, what maybe some of the strategies could be. Um, and yeah, hopefully that'll help. So the first thing was um, where it comes from. And, and I wrote down in my notes about most of this comes from 
like in one word, real simple expectations, right? Either the expectations of you or the expectations of others that you take on board. Um, and you know what we mean by that is that you will live to a certain standard. You will always live to a certain standard, and and improving improving performance or improving whether it's your business, your physical health is always about upping your standards. It always is, um, and. That's really where you want to put your focus and attention is at the minute, what are you expecting of yourself and what are others expecting of you? And are you listening to that or are you surrounding people who expect the best from like real good stuff from you? Or maybe people who are saying to you, you know, time to hunker down, time to reel, reel it in. Maybe it's time to get a real job. Those kinds of comments, you don't need those right now. And like you said, you don't need the media around you that's going to suggest things like that as well. You've got to set the standard as to what it is you're going to think about and what you're going to focus on. That's my take on it anyway. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think it's um, what this links nicely into, Paul, is at our last, I know it's a while ago now, but our at our last live event, you got everyone in the room to look at what they were doing. And something people do get wrong with this is when when they do try and improve standards, they try and go big leaps, like really big, big yeah. leaps. And you said on the day, 2%, pick a few areas, 2%, go for that, but do it consistently. And I know that the people that were there on the day really took a lot from that sort of thought process and the examples you gave. So again, if you're listening to this now, we're not saying that what you're doing at the moment isn't good enough or anything like that. You've probably got clients that absolutely love you and aren't going anywhere. But if there are areas where you can make two percent improvements which by the way the will be um go after them like tighten them up make them that little two percent better because that'll, yeah. that'll compound over time as you keep doing that um i think it links in really really nicely with that that principle that you taught us all a few months ago yeah and what i think what you just said there is really relevant as well is that you know if you're nailing it right now and you're doing a good job we are 100% not saying that what you're doing isn't good enough. But if you do surround yourself with the wrong expectations and maybe the wrong opinions and the wrong media, you might start to go negative 2% in some of them areas because your beliefs and what you're thinking about changes. So instead of being like maintaining your super duper consistent service, you drop 2% yeah. without realizing it. I'm not saying that's a conscious thing. You'll just subconsciously drop 2%. And then you lose a client and then you start going, hmm, I wonder if all this stuff is true. And then you drop another 2% and it can be a slippery slope. So it, it could be that the minute you're nailing it and that's just what you need to do, just stay focused on nailing it. Yeah. And I think a really, really simple um, example of this that you can do so like unconsciously, I, I know I've done this in the past, is at these times, the conversations you have during your sessions with clients can just be tainted with that slight negativity. Yes. Yeah. So they come in, especially this time of year, they come in in the morning, oh, it's dark, and say, oh, it's miserable. Oh, I've got this going yes. on today, and the world's a tough place right now, and, you know, I'm not striking as many deals as I was. And, you know, and you can be pulled into that, and you can almost, you can almost let that um, manifest into, you know, you, you let that grow almost in, in the session, and the, they walk away and all you've done is sort of reinforce everything they thought was wrong. <laughs> Compounded it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without noticing it sometimes. Yeah, you're dead right. And, and you sort of think, oh, all I've done is listen. All I've done is listen to them. And, you know, I'm, I'm not like 
you know, it is what it is and I've not fought back or whatever. And like, yeah, there is that. You can't tell them it's not that if it is that. But what, what you can do as a coach is you can control where the attention goes and, and, and where the energy flows with that as well. So that's something I'm always very conscious of is, yeah, the weather is a bit shit. Yeah, it is a bit cold. It's fucking December. What do you expect? What, what you know? <laughs> Living Britain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have seasons. Yeah. yeah. And that, but immediately I'll switch. But guess what? You showed up. You turned up. Well done. Brilliant. It's cold. Yeah. It's dark. It's wet. And you st- you still showed up. What does that it's say? Familiar. What does that say about you? And yeah. Like, bam. Just turn it straight away. Get them out of it. Be that person that gets them out of. They've got enough work colleagues and family members to keep them in the in that ditch of despair or whatever you've got to be yeah. able to pull them out of it quickly yeah and that's a really good working example you just gave there of how to flip it around quickly with someone talking about you know if it's cold it's wet you know dark in the mornings they don't want to train well, guess what quite a lot of us don't want to train but you, you get yourself there and you go and do it and yet that's a nice lovely way of just flipping it around and changing your language and being that person who sets the standard for your clients as well um the next point I made on here was uh, an important question or important questions is what do you want and unpacking that and always staying focused on that, unpacking that in terms of your purpose, uh, your values, your beliefs, so those higher levels. At times like this, it is always good to tune back into them, especially if you are, you know, maybe you're a busy PT, you've got a lot of clients, you're doing pretty well. It's very easy to get pulled away from that because you're doing all the work day to day and when times get a bit stressful and a bit overwhelming that 100% it's great to go back to what do you want in terms of your purpose what do you want in terms of your vision your values your beliefs why are you doing this always refer back to that and I guarantee you it will feel a lot less stressful all of a sudden yeah yeah big time and if you are a busy PT one of the initial bits of feedback you're going to have to that is I haven't got time to look at that stuff. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You've probably got a drive that you do on the way to work in the morning. It doesn't mean you can sit and write things down, but you can use pockets of time. You know, instead of listening to something in the car, turn the radio off or turn the podcast off or whatever, as long as it's not this podcast, of course, Paul. Uh, <laughs> and, and so, you know, have, have that conversation with yourself. Like if you need to do it in that way, you know, do find somewhere to to fit that in i understand i understand people are going to be busy we all are um but there will be doesn't mean you've got to sit down and like put it on a a a whiteboard or something like that it can be a conversation that just happens in your head where you just refocus and get a bit of clarity on it yeah it can be out loud like you said talk to yourself i mean we're all a bit crazy like whoever says they don't talk to themselves is lying we all do all day every day you might do it in the, like you said, in the car on your way to work. Just do it out loud to yourself. Just remind yourself, here's the things I want. Here's why I'm doing this. Here's what I believe in. Here's what I'm passionate about. And really reinforce that, you know, incantations, whatever you want to call them, they can be really powerful and your language can be powerful. So make sure that you're using the right questions and the right answers in those areas. Um, the other bits, I guess, do fall into that, that 2% rule. So I said, what do you want in terms of your environment? It might be that you can just tune that up 2%. Yeah. Uh, what do you want in terms of your relationships? Again, might be just a tune up, a couple of percent to make it better. Um, what do you want in terms of, I, I put, don't let that, how bad is my language here, material stuff. 
but I kind of know what I mean. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, it might be uh, a nice chance to have a look at just, just freshening things up around you to make you feel better. Sometimes it does. Sometimes that really helps. Ultimately, life, I, I think a good example of that, Paul, is where you can you can do something that makes life that bit easier. This, hmm. this links into, I've mentioned his name before, but someone I I follow a lot of his material, Ramit Sethi, he talks about financial stuff and spending money and things like that and spending on what you enjoy and stuff and he talks about this idea of there's something you can spend uh we'll we'll make it english 10 pounds on that will make your life a lot easier now what is it and it might be like a spare charger so that you don't have to remember to take it to work every day or you're not forgetting it or yeah like those little things that you can do that would make two percent difference to your day or your life it might be that you get to work every day and you open your Tupperware and you've not got a knife and fork. Just go and buy yourself a nice knife and fork. <laughs> yeah, that that is exactly what I was getting at. You've, you've managed to take my random words and make it very clear about what I was talking about. Yeah, it's something that improves what you're doing um, and makes your life easier. And it doesn't have to be a fortune. Yep. It really doesn't. And it might just give you that little pool, little boost to do a little bit more. So those bottom three, your environment, your relationships, your things if you like and you just tune them up two percent yep yep um this next one is uh it's a big buzzword at the minute isn't it, it has been for a bit triggers what are your thing basically the things that are going to set you off what are the things that could spiral you into a bad or a negative pattern um we all have them uh yeah. i don't like the word trigger just because it's bloody everywhere at the minute but whatever the stimulus is that could send you into a bad pattern we all have them i think it's important to identify what they are uh, if you don't know what they are the first stage is always awareness understand what they are and what does it look like or what do your behaviors look like when that happens that's really important i'll say that again what do your behaviors look like when it happens because that's your first chance to spot it you've got to be super aware of yourself and what you do when when that goes on maybe you pull away from people you know you stop picking up the phone or you spend more time on your phone scrolling it, it it'll be subtle things that it's really worth paying attention to and the earlier you can catch it the better yeah yeah just from experience of my own sort of triggers and then working with other coaches on this i think a big thing in our industry it's probably just society in general now is that i think anything that triggers you into that uh comparison game anything that gets you doing that is probably going to be a big one for a lot of people anything that sort of yeah pulls you into that realm of they're doing better than me or they're doing this i'm doing that like blah 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 um i think that's a big one for a lot of people in our industry that that comparison thing, especially on social media, of course, but in other areas too, like just what you see with the other PTs in the gym or, um, you know, even what your clients might be talking about. You might even have moments where you're sort of comparing yourself to your clients and, you mm -hmm. know, I've done that. Yeah. I forget that they're 25 years ahead of me and they've done all these, but you do get stuck, you know, going, oh God, you know, what am I doing? I'm, I'm nowhere near that. And, You've got to, you've got to catch yourself. You've got to catch yourself doing these things and, and remind yourself it, there's nothing wrong with wanting to, to have standards like those people have and, and work towards that. But you can't, you can't forget that there is, 
there is that bit in the middle. There's that journey. Um, there's so, the journey and there's where you've come from as well. So you have to reflect back on how much progress you've probably made in the last six months because that will show you I'm on the journey. I am moving forwards. It's pointless looking at someone who's, you know, 10 years ahead of you on that journey and thinking, why aren't I there? You, yeah. You're on the journey. You're on your own. But, and it's good to have inspirational people around you. Um, just thinking about something you said there about comparisons, actually, is um, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. So it's, it's good that that's come up because comparing yourself, on the whole, I don't think it's a great thing, right? On the whole, I don't think it's great at all. But I think there is a way to do it, which can be positive, which is kind of the things that we do, you know, like a live mastermind day where you're in the, in the room with like-minded coaches, a good network of good people, because then you can share ideas. And it, it does also give you this understanding that other people struggle as well. Yeah. Because the worst thing you can do if you're struggling is compare yourself and make it up in your head is you, you start to make up shit in your head about what other people are doing and how much better they're doing than you and how it looks on social media. They look like they're having a fantastic business month. All the posts they're putting out could be lies. You don't know. You have no idea whatsoever. Whereas if you get in a good network of good people, they'll tell you the truth that sometimes things are flying and sometimes it's not flying and, and you've got to knuckle down and you've got to do some work. And that's the nature of every business. There isn't any business in the world that doesn't go up and down sometimes. But it's the ones that don't do the work when times are harder that end up bailing out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So th there is some value to comparison. It's just getting in the right space to do that, I think. Um, and then the last thing we wanted to finish with today, really, was once you've identified a couple of triggers or, or things that set you off and what that looks like, have you got some strategies to quickly change? And we will, we always speak about three things like quickly change your physiology, quickly change your focus and quickly change the language that's going on in your head. And there's God knows how many ways to do this. And I just wrote down a few like physical activities is the quickest. So rather than start trying to talk yourself out of this, act yourself out of it, actually go and physically do something to completely radically change your body quickly. Yep. And that you, you will see the difference in that hugely. That's why I exercise massive release of endorphins and a huge physical shift in, in it input impacts your your mental shift as well. So go and do something physical. Connection is the next one I wrote down. Not the most obvious, but well, I wouldn't think the most obvious, but you know, if you just connect with somebody, they don't even have to solve your problem. They just need to listen sometimes and just hold that space for you to speak. And that's all they need to do. If you haven't got someone like that, I would aim to find someone like that. If there's no one in your life who will hold that space for you, and I bet, you know, most people hopefully have got that person. Yeah. That will hugely help. Yeah. Big time. Then, uh, Things like meditation, which is another form of connection. It's just connecting with yourself and giving yourself that space to do it. I saw somebody else post about this the other day, and I thought it was quite a, a nice way to frame it, I guess. Uh, this person had said, like, when you can't do any more, there is more there to give. And try a meditation, 10, 15 minutes, take a break, have a mental break from everything and come back clearer. And it's something I do myself. I don't know if you do this, but 
I definitely do that. I'll use an app or I'll use a 10, 15 minute meditation uh, audio. I'll put a mask on like an eye mask thing. I'll completely chill for 10, 15 minutes and it does clear your brain and you can think more clearly. Yep. So not a lot of time to do it and big shift. And then, you know, if you've got probably the more extreme versions of different things like cold plunge, I've said I use a cold plunge daily. That massively helps me. Some people use heat instead, saunas, um, and any other kind of physical treatment or therapy that really works for you. I had a client of mine the other day say he had a lot of fascial release work done and hugely changed him physically and mentally. We forget about that, that mind-body connection, that you get yourself some nice physical treatment, some physical therapy. It will hugely impact how your brain works as well. And uh, he was telling me all about the benefits of that. So that's going in his diary once every couple of weeks now. You know, things like that will make a big, big difference. And yeah. then the last one, which is the obvious one, which is probably the biggest struggle for people, is a break from media. You know, can you take those breaks from media when you need to? Yeah. And if you do need to use media, like, because we, we've spoken about this, about the role of social media and things, and that's the difficult part, isn't it? It's, it does have a place. So yeah. it might just be that you need to post on social media from another app or something. It might be that you need to do it through a scheduling app or something like that that's connected to your social media, but does, doesn't mean you have to go into your Instagram account, your Facebook account, whatever. You can mm. still take care of business if you need to. I know it's not it's probably not great... Um, you know, general guidelines to to just post and and not be active on the on the platform. I understand that, but that doesn't matter. Put a bit bit of something out if you feel like you need to. Stay away from it. Your inbox will still be there in three, four, five days time. You know, <laughs> people have to accept that you are allowed time away. Um, and well, it, it is one of those things. Like, you've yeah, got- I had a conversation with another one of my clients this week about exactly that, saying. They, they, you know, they took a bit of a step back from things. It, maybe this is why some of this is relevant at the minute. Again, things were becoming stressful, overwhelming. They took a bit more of a, a reflection week and, and took a step back and didn't do as much in certain areas. And their exact words were, do you know what? The world didn't fall apart. Yeah. And as business, if you're a business owner or you run your own company or whatever, you, you do think, you do, you will have that mindset where you think you have to be on it all the time. And, you kind of conscious there's a bit of thinking that if I'm not on it all the time, things are going to go wrong. Uh, I mean, I had this, I've got a multi, multi, multi millionaire client who ran businesses for years. And he said to me, the first holiday I ever booked, I canceled it. My wife was fuming. I just couldn't step away. I was like, if I go away, it's going to fall apart. And he even tells me now, I mean, he's nearly 80 years old now. And he says like, you know, I look back on those and, and I wish I would change it. Yeah. And you just do, but you don't know at the time that the world is not going to fall apart and neither will your social media platform. So you can, if you feel like you need it, take a breather. And like you said, there's, there's ways to even kind of not even take a full breather, but be able to step away. Yeah. And with those things that Paul mentioned at the end, the physical, the connection, meditation, plunges, all of that, my biggest piece of advice to people is, because again, this gets dragged in from other other sources, find your versions of those things. Yes. I have to trial and error a few things. You shouldn't be doing all of them, by the way. Pick one or two, try them out, find your version. I know for me, for example, it's not on that list. 
I go and play football every Saturday morning. That, yeah. That's my meditation. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. I'm chasing a ball for an hour and that's all I care about for the hour. Yeah. And I meet one of my mates. So because I play football, it then gives me an excuse to meet a friend before football for a coffee. So yeah. that, that one act ends up being an hour and a half of complete sort of self-care, so to speak. Um, yep. Not even from a physical standpoint. For me, it's, it's all mental. I can run around on a football pitch physically. I'm not doing it to get physically fitter. You know, I can do it. But... Are you not trying to get scouted? Oh, well. <laughs> I think I'll <laughs> into, into that United team at the minute. <laughs> yeah, no. But But that, you know... Catching a mate, catching a mate for a brew, and then running around and not thinking about anything other than you know playing a game. Basically, um, there's loads of versions of this. You've got to find and yeah. you, you, you know, I I didn't land on that straight away, but now if you were to try and take that away from me, like I, I would, I would hold on to it with everything I've got because it's like that's my thing that I can send to my week around and I can I can look after everyone else then because I've done that. That's your church, right? And that's like you look at something like the religion in church. That is what people use it for. It is their anchor. It is their their space to basically, you know, pull themselves back to center. Um, whether you agree with church's religion or not, or football, or, or cold plunges, or saunas, it doesn't really matter. It's about finding that space for you, either every day or two or three times a week, however often you can do it, to center yourself. And there's lots of ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So find you find your own versions. Keep playing with it until you're happy you found something. And it'll probably change over the years as well. That's the other thing. Does change. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely does. Right. right. Okay. I think that's it for today. Hopefully people have got something to, to take away from that. And if you are a bit stressed, a bit overwhelmed at the minute, if things are you're noticing a, a little change in yourself, have a real a re-listen re to this episode. I'm sure you can get some some tools and some strategies from this. Take care everyone, we'll catch you soon. Your feedback and questions help us shape the future of this show. So if you enjoy the show and want it to continue, why not be part of its creation by giving us some help, support and ideas. If you've enjoyed the show so far or just this particular episode, then please feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to leave us a rating and review. And as always, we want you to tune in next time. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And we will catch you again very soon in our latest ProBit podcast episode. Take care and we will see you very shortly. The Pro